0: Welcome back to the Boundary Corner Podcast. I'm Curtis
1: Wilson. I'm Brian Siegla, buddy. The chalice of the Commonwealth is coming back to Blacksburg. She is coming home. Yes, sir. Cheers. Cheersies. Cheersies. I, I didn't see this game coming from this team, but I'm so glad that it happened.
0: Damn glad it happened. Tonight, folks, you're not going to get a lot of analysts. You're going to get two guys shooting from the hip, drinking beer, feeling some relief that the streak, that streak, man, that that God-forsaken long streak of one will snap today.
1: Snapping the streak of one. One. We'll give give you a little taste, and then we're going to take it back. Then we're going to take it back. One
0: one, one year, 20 of 22, the last time those boys won in Lane Stadium, you were a freshman in high school. I was a fucking sophomore in high school that long ago.
1: That's called dominance, ladies and gentlemen, even in our down years, um, which I would consider the last – three on the whole would be considered down years. Um mm-hmm. on top of probably the last three of the beamer era. Yep. Still beating that ass. <laughs> still beating it. Still beating that ass. Still taking
0: on behind the high shit And even still tonight, not playing the best. This could have been ugly. This could have been fifty.
1: Oh berks. yeah, it it wasn't as close as 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 uh as the score indicated. Well, let's be I mean this could have been a forty five to fifteen game. We could have you know, really poured it on if we had have finished some drives. And finished drives are not fucked up drives. Like we actually after. score a touchdown in the second half, which we haven't done since October.
0: Yeah, six points after a massive run, run a fucking trick play. We're still gonna, we're still going to harp on things that need to be changed. Yeah, don't be <laughs> do We're we're very happy that the cup's back home. We're very happy. We beat that ass.
1: We're yeah, very a blowout is not a perfect game. We're still gonna point out what was not perfect about it. Exactly. But it was it was
0: awesome. The guys played. Me and Brian texted back and forth very early in this game. If this was the team that had fucking shown up wake
1: for to now, we'd have two fucking losses. Yep. Two. That's it. That's this it. game almost made me more angry than it did have. I'm, I'm completely ecstatic that we got the cutback, back, that we beat UVA, that the entire Twitter timeline right now is just Hokie fans bringing receipts. It's glorious. But at the same time, I'm like, what could have been if we had just played to this level for the, the, the majority of the season? Because, I mean, UVA is a team that, you know, went out and took down UNC, yeah, uh, They had a couple other quality wins. They played even early in the season when they were taking losses. They were close losses. They were late losses. Um, you know, they hung with a Clemson team for a little while before they put them away. But we showed up tonight. So, I mean, th- this was a quality. I would consider this a quality victory against a a good team. Not a great team by any stretch of the imagination, but a good UVA team, so UVA team. I'll take that. But but
0: that's a good team for them. Yeah, Last year was their best team in 15, 20, 30 years. They were ecstatic about it. The difference is we won five games. They've won five games. They're still happy.
1: They're happy we're trying to fire our coach. We are not the same.
0: We're not the same. We are not the same. That is the biggest thing that can be said that they are happy with mediocrity. Mediocrity makes us angry because we have been to pinnacles. We have been to the highest levels and we want to get back there again. And obviously you sit around. And what probably the most frustrating thing of the Justin Fuente era. Is. The times where the levels of play are to a point where you look and say, that is a top 10 team.
1: Yeah.
0: Then there are times how the hell did that team win a game? And last week, the first, the second, and part of the third quarter was that way. Tonight, essentially the whole game was that way. That was take the first and the last games of this season were the two best games played beginning to end both sides of the ball, Bar none.
1: It's true, man. And I'll say something else. We talked about it um, on the podcast that we recorded Thursday night. What were, what were some of the, the, the big things we thought, if we can do this well, we're going to have a good game? Converting Stop. on third down, Stopping getting them off the field on third down. We Dude. did both damn well tonight.
0: Yes, we did do both damn well tonight. And to the tune of third downs, they, third and fourth downs, they were seven of 16. We were nine of 16. We were seven of nine in the first half. They were nine, We were nine of 16. And with them, I want to say three of those third down conversions came on their first touchdown drive, right? I believe so. Yeah. At least two of them. At least two. And then the fourth down conversion was a fake punt. Yep. So really take that out of the equation. And you're talking about them after the first drive, essentially going like 20%. So they shit the bed. where we were nine of 16 consistent all games, you know, Braxton plays the whole game. No issue with that. Juice Herbert goes like a madman tonight. Juice Herbert just went potentially from a third day guy because of his kick return ability, because of his pass-catching ability, he might have just vaulted himself into day two. Yeah,
1: he's, a, he's, he's like a late third, early fourth right now. Well, I was telling you just a few minutes ago, his running style, he is what Frank Gore
0: was at Miami. He's patient in the hole, but he's got that fourth gear that didn't just get away. That 76-yard touchdown run was beautiful, just fucking beautiful.
1: He found the hole, got got through the alley, and then outran everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's be real here. I mean, there, there's fast guys on that field for that UVA defense, and he ran, he outran all of them with the ball. So things like that are the things that are going to get him a bigger payday than we thought, and things like that are the reason, you know, when you look at him being the uh what second in the country for rushes over 20 yards this year and that's with missing pretty much two games
0: yeah i mean so. missing two games being and then kind of the one game playing nick coming back probably a game too early um you know he is is something again it kind of makes you you kind of sad because a who runs the offense, and B it took us this long to get a running back like that. And that that you know yeah, no, no, I mean, sad beer drink <laughs>
1: because
0: that's something that you know it, it's wild. But you kind of take a look at him, Brian. Third in the country at seven point six one yards per carry, not counting tonight. He went for 160 tonight. He did 8.1. Um, if he doesn't finish first, he's going to probably finish second in yards for carry. He shattered the Virginia Tech record in 11 games. Yeah. I mean, shattered. And he missed games against competition he probably could have carved against. Um, you know, again, our opinion has been for since Liberty, this is it for this coaching staff. But good lord, if the next coaching staff that comes in that could convince him to stay
1: uh, that would be nice. That would be real, real nice. Um but I mean I feel like if if he ends up getting a third or fourth round grade he's gotta go. Based on looking, you know, when he looks at his potential landing spots, he's gonna hire an agent and figure that out. So Yeah. And I don't blame him. I mean Running backs have such a short shelf life in the NFL anyway. There's no reason for you not to go get paid when you can.
0: Exactly. And, again, the kick returns, the being able to catch the ball. He does enough other good things, and you can see he's a good football player. You see him speak. He very, you know, very well thought out, put together, young man. So you, you just know he's just going to go. And it stinks, so hopefully we find another Kansas transfer.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, we keep 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 grabbing them in, and they do at least decent.
0: <laughs> do, do at least decent. Um,
1: they end up doing more for us than they did for Kansas. That's that's at least something, right?
0: That is the big something, and it's wild. Tonight definitely has also his big attempt. Twenty attempts tonight. Um, Kind of shocking there. Trey Turner played tonight. I'm very glad Trey got on the field. Trey um, got on
1: the field. Trey had a couple big catches and a touchdown run.
0: Yes, he did. Jets, dude, the, could, the, why can't we execute every play like we do jet sweeps, tight end, end rounds inside the shot?
1: <laughs> why? Jet sweep inside the 10 is like a fucking automatic touchdown for us. Anywhere else on the field, it's an automatic five-yard loss.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Um, several times tonight, probably upset you. Uh, Blackshear really didn't get much. Um, one was the screen that as soon as I saw the play in the first quarter ran, I'm like, that's a screen. <laughs> and like
1: You lined up Blackshear behind uh, two of the better blocking wide receivers, I think they're probably gonna throw the ball to him and let him try to get upfield. What do you think, Curtis? No, no, no. that was the late one. I'm okay. talking
0: about the one early jet motion to the screen where okay. they're dropping back and he jet motions and they're dropping back and like one guy goes with Braxton, the other two guys just go follow to the jet sweep. And I'm sitting here, as soon as I'm seeing the play, as soon as it's fake, just a couple things we did not like. That's a screen. Braxton's smart enough, just as soon as he realizes it's blown up, chunks it in the ground, yep. holds his hands up. Um so that's awesome on that that he did that. Um But I'm tell you the, the 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 one of the plays that got me tonight was Tavion Robinson's big break. It was a simple what, ten yard out route. Yeah, put it on the money, and whoever that safety was thought Tay was going to go out. The way Tay caught it probably the way his body showed, and Tay put that foot in the ground and just turned.
1: He changes direction with speed better than anyone I've seen in a while.
0: Anybody. That kid, he was going out of bounds, just kind of put his hand like, I'm just going to help yep. him go out of bounds. He, turned. he doesn't have
1: the greatest top-end speed, but damn, can he change direction without losing anything. It's why he was so scary
0: as a punter, Turner. Yeah. Because that's what that essentially is. If you've got that great speed, but and you're you're going 14 miles an hour, and you see where that your alley's getting filled, well, let me put my foot in cut. That's why he was so good. That's why he excited us. And hey, Brian, what did I text you
1: after the James Mitchell fumble? Oh, what did you text me after the James Mitchell fumble? Why we got a tight end back there?
0: (laughs) Fuck you, best.
1: Like, uh, why does everybody fumble shit on you, man? Man, you know, his units have been coached, I think, some of the best that we've had all year, but we just have not been able to figure out how not to muff a punt. Exactly. We've had four different players muff a punt this year. All of them.
0: One was one of the best in the country last year in Tavion Robinson. Blackshear was good at Rutgers returning punts. Yep. What are we putting in their heads? <laughs> to completely screw them up. I mean, it's pretty wild. Now, James Mitchell – now, luckily, the defense redeemed itself. The defense played, bar none, its best game tonight. Um, multiple picks, making Armstrong uncomfortable. A couple times we were a little pissed early about the – Not lack
1: dictating of, the terms, yeah. Not
0: the lack of aggression on that first touchdown, there, but things changed. You saw a better game plan
1: be called throughout the rest of the first half. They made adjustments quick, which isn't something we've seen a lot this year. Um, it's it's showing growth from uh, Justin Hamilton here. I think a little bit that's showing you know here's what the game plan is, but I'm willing to come off this if it's not working and being comfortable doing that and not feeling like he's you know treading water out there.
0: It's very true, man. It's very very true. Oh man,
1: man! What'd
0: you see? Oh, I'm I'm just seeing things being tweeted out there. A lot of a lot of very funny things. Um, <laughs> one of one of the better one was the 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 cup. What did the cup say about the zima? You 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 screamed it loud to me, and it, it made me about to spit my shit out. Um, so someone get the zima out of me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was it was. It's like a roller coaster of emotions, man. That's what this season's been. That's kind of what this podcast has been, yeah. Since we started, because when we were when we started this thing months upon months ago, it feels like three years ago, but it's really not. It's only eight months ago, right? No, everything,
1: everything COVID just seems like it's been three times as long as it's been in in reality. And.
0: And it's been a roller coaster. It's been when we started, we were, you know, the 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 weak class, but we were excited about certain guys. Um, you know, Robert Wooden has definitely. You saw 51 out there a ton tonight. Dorian Strong, man, if the day is not the coach next year, whoever's walking on has themselves a dog and a lockdown yeah. the kid. Like. Don't even worry about it. He plays hard. He hits.
1: He he chomps. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for somebody with that little buzz to come on and take on that big of a role right out the gate and and do it at a high level, I mean, you know, I know we've had Jermaine Waller banged up all year, but he's only played a little bit, but I mean across the board, he, he's been our best corner. Strong has been our best corner all year on the whole. Yeah. I mean, you know, he had that early game when he got the start against Duke where, you know, a couple plays he got picked on, but he held his own pretty good. And he's only gotten better as the years went along.
0: Yep. He is, he's everything you want. It's like, how did he go so unnoticed? And, you know, that's your diamond in the rough thing. You have to find them at the, at the level like ours to succeed. You've got to find them. Even if we do become a program that can recruit top, 20 consistently, top 15 consistently. Those are the guys that put you over the hump, essentially. I don't know, Brian retweeted something else. Commonwealth Cup. What a strange dream that was. I dreamt I was in Charlottesville for the last year. From now on, I sleep with one eye open. Boom. Oh, man. man
1: Just, uh, I guess uh, Khalil was asked at the post game if he was done playing at Virginia Tech. Not
0: 100%. I so- don't. Hold on. I definitely like to play in a bowl. I've never played in a bowl game. Okay. And people are opting out left and right. Um I, I am going to assume what regardless of what happens, it's probably gonna if if Fuentes let go, I am assuming that it's gonna be the kids' choice. And I think that's what you do. You go to the kids and say, Do you guys want to go play this bowl, this day, it might mean you miss Christmas with your family. It's been a rough year. Your choice. Your choice, 100%. Now, if you're smart, if you're smart, if you're wit, you say, and, and I don't know if this is power that's something that he can do, we're going to do everything to bring your families up here for Christmas, wherever they're calling from. Your mom and your dad, we're going to bring them. We're going to get them hotel rooms. You spend time with your family. Whether the bowl game is 27, 28, first, second, whenever. Yep. Um, Or if you get it, you know, if you can find a bowl game, essentially, ten days from now, take it, take it, go play it. Um, because several reasons. A, um, I can't remember the name of the fucking movie with Danny DeVito, but I always loved what he said. It's money. You know why you need it? Because it's fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bu- right?
1: Yep. That's
0: why. The six hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar bowl payout to the two. Okay, that's essentially the money we need for COVID. Um, you know,
1: it's going down. Oh man, man, are you watching the uh, San Diego State BYU game? You mean the Chippy Bowl? Yes, sir. They are chippy as fuck.
0: They've been chippy as fuck. BYU's driving potentially to go up ten. Go up ten, yeah. I've got multiple. That was the oddest looking punt I've ever seen that actually went to the 15 yard line from like the 40.
1: 40. I got multiple West Coast games on, man. <laughs> That's what you got to do. You got to have uh have the bulky multi T V setup going there, rolling three or four deep. You have All to. right, let's get back to the game. Let's oh, yeah, get back yeah. to the game here. Um what'd you Perhaps. see on offense in the second half that was kind of slowing us down? Oh, you're gonna ask me what I saw? Yeah. Well it, it was when we got deep.
0: When we got deep into the into the scoring positions we weren't attacking. We we freaking as as your favorite term, Brian we got the puckered up, puckered up asshole. Yep. We did the, the freaking – after the huge run, then that reverse, I mentioned it earlier, but it was just like, why are you doing that? They're, they're struggling to stop the run. They're struggling to stop these out routes.
1: You know, they're they're struggling up the seams. Like They have no answer for what we're doing on offense. Don't play into what they can do well. So Don't they, give them an easy look, a predictable look. I mean, did you – so the, the thing that was indicative when we ran I think it was jet sweep at like the forty yard line right after the, the big chunk play to to Mitchell. It was a of sweep, wasn't it? I think so. Changa had right. like we came I mean, out with double tight right, we immediately shifted double tight left and like they loaded and showed blitz and we just ran the jet sweep right into the blitz. Versus, versus in that case as soon
0: as you saw that a, a normal right-minded offensive coordinator as soon as they saw that call coming and it was I remember what you're talking about. it was shown before right it was shown before they're coming that way yep. we're gonna put the double you immediately should be signaling in hey option if they if they if they're coming pull that some bitch and go left because guess what? They're overloaded. Yep. You're probably going to have one guy to beat on this side. And with Braxton, if he beats the one guy, it's it's 20.
1: And, again, that's what infuriates us. Because, again, you saw this. Like, they're going to blitz. Cool. Well, as soon as I saw we were running jet sweep and they, and they had shown, I was like, this ain't going to work. We hadn't <laughs> even snapped the ball yet. I was like, this ain't going to work. <laughs> when
0: we lost charge, were you shocked? Nope. Shot. Shot. No, not that
1: shot. The only way we weren't going to lose yards there is if the wide receiver taking the handoff made a hell of a play, or UVA just literally forgot how to tackle. That's the only way we're gaining yards there.
0: Ooh, and you hate that shit because what you see on that play is okay. Commit that you're still going to do it because they're going to back out once you commit, right? Once you double, once you switch to tight ends. If nothing else, hey, we're still going to come because you essentially have to do everything perfect and your guy has to make a move versus simply calling it the other way and just say, go jet sweep to, what, maybe a little outside zone, right? Does that yeah. make sense? Take the jet, let it go outside. But those are the things that really irritate. By the way, can I say this is completely off the bad call subject. You know who really won this game today? Who's that? Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Brian Johnson. He this kicked part. the shit out of the ball today. Four for four, two forty-seven yarders. Two forty-seven yarders today. The other He might have
1: got himself paid as well.
0: No, no, he's a kicker, dude. i love, I
1: love not B- not not paid. But I'm saying he might get some looks at a at an NFL job. At this point, it's it's hard to tell, but he's had a good year kicking.
0: Let me ask you this. He's a kicker. Would you come back and get your master's degree for free, or would you take a swing at the NFL when you can do that the next year?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd come back and get my master's degree for free. <laughs> Listen, if, I, now, if, I'm not, if I'm not a top five kicker, yes, that's what I do. And and,
0: and I love BJ. BJ is not a top five kicker. Um, this year...
1: If I'm one of the five best kickers in the country, yeah, I would I would go ahead and go to the NFL. Because getting paid what eight hundred thousand dollars a year to kick a football, yeah, even more. Yeah, but good ones get even more. But probably right out the gate, unless you're elite of elite, you're probably getting eight hundred k.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's elite of elite. I like Brian. He can kick some fifty yarders. If I'm him, I would come back. You have the extra year. Um, I don't think you'll. I mean, can I say something? And maybe the potential next special teams coach is, you know, somebody that played a long ass time in the NFL. Hmm? Well, if we truly switch coaching staffs, I mean, you mean just I mean, okay. I will say it straight out. If we had really switched coaching staffs, special teams coordinator who had six block punts while he was at Central Michigan, who's currently an analyst at Florida, and is a fucking legend in Hokie Nation. Pulaski County's own Shane Graham.
1: Shane Graham. Okay.
0: Shane kicked for what? Six fifteen years? Fourteen years? Yeah. Good kicker. Made literally the most in my opinion, let me preface that because some people think maybe other kicks anymore. more. In my opinion, he made the most important kick in Virginia Tech history. He's been in tight situations, and you know, if we really switch coaching staffs, if for no other reason, if for no other reason, you need good long snappers, you need good place kickers, you need good punters. There he is go 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 talk to him yep he did that shit for a long time he was probably shanger's probably the primary holder for people like literally or not he was not the primary holder but literally he probably worked more deep in special teams and then what he did at central michigan when he was there for a year you know
1: i mean there would be no complaints from hokey nation on that so that that's like a that's a, that's a no-brain hire that probably has a lot more upside than it does you know, any sort of risk. So That seems like a good one to go with, no doubt.
0: Um, as reported by Mike McDaniel, Khalil Herbert, if he was asked, if he was positive, if he was done playing football at Virginia Tech, ready for the answer? What you got? Not 100%. Yeah. Okay.
1: Don't tease us. Please don't tease us. Please don't tease us. This has just been... Because we would love another year of Khalil Herbert. The way he ran, yes. <laughs> um,
0: but also, you know, he needs to also go get paid if he can get paid. So
1: no doubt. We, I mean, like, like we talked about, running back shelf life is just, it's so short. If you can get paid, go get paid, young man.
0: Paid.
1: Same thing I said when David Wilson left a year early. Yep. And I know that didn't work out with the Giants because of the injury, but he still got paid at least one time. It wasn't a, wasn't a big one, but it was a good one.
0: <laughs> this has been a great night. Um, somebody else who made himself money tonight. Um, in- D- Divine Diablo, I think now, as long as he goes out, does well at the combine, I think he is going day two.
1: Yeah. Got a pick, had some big hits, some big stops on third down. Um, played his, played his ass off. Was was uh, had a couple uh, knockdowns on some uh, some passes defense. So, I mean, he he did. He had one play that stood out to me as a bad play tonight, and that that really wasn't. It didn't ultimately impact anything, yeah. uh, and and he was all over the field making good plays tonight. So yeah, he definitely earned himself some money. The other person that made some money tonight was uh Big Stone Gap James yes. Mitchell. He had himself a hell of a game.
0: Yes, Big Stone Gap did. If that pass from Braxton was put on the money, that was a touchdown. That one deep pass on the left sideline, that was a touchdown. He he put it in and he forced Braxton or he forced uh James to adjust and
1: he adjusted and made that damn catch. Like holy shit. I love that we ran some, some slot fades to him tonight, because we've been throwing fades with him on the outside, but we ran a couple slot fades to him tonight, and that really kind of confused the secondary for UVA. They they really kind of lost him in the in the shuffle there.
0: Well, what, I mean, were you able to see what they were running when he was in the slot when they ran this phase, what we were running with the outside guy?
1: I want to say it was either a hitch or, like, some sort of uh, dig. Okay. It, it was it was something to get the safety's eye to where okay. he was looking inside, because I mean Mitchell had room to run a couple times.
0: He did, and he did run a couple times. Yeah, definitely he made some money. Um, I tell you who else looked good tonight. Um, and why did it take so many weeks for Jalen Holston to be the spell? <laughs> Seriously, Jalen went four for fifty-eight tonight. Averaging a little over, like, right at four and a half. And, dude, he gave the stiff arm fury tonight on that one. Yeah,
1: dude, he was running angry tonight. I I loved it. I loved it. But that's the irritating part. Like, Brian, I'm going to get you angry for a second. You imagine
0: from game one, it was Khalil's going to get 18 to 23. Jalen's going to get somewhere around 10 to 15. And we're gonna do good shit with Blackshear. We're gonna do fucking good shit with Black. We're gonna run screens. We're gonna run sweeps. We're gonna run things that people have to not be prepared for.
1: We're gonna use him in the slot as a wide receiver.
0: Which we still haven't used him enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, here's I, the here's my thing. Here here's my beef. If you're not gonna use, if you're gonna underuse Changa Hodge as much as you did all year, why are you not also gonna I mean, misuse Blackshear? Like, if you so here. I mean, in a perfect world, here's what happened. If we go three wide receiver set, Changa comes on, plays outside. Tay slides into the slot. But if 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 you're yeah. not gonna do that with Changa, why are you not just keeping Tay outside and using Blackshear in the slot? Yeah, it's ass backwards. Well, either way, like it took and- us a whole year to figure out Changa Hodge can play outside receiver a little bit. Yes, well, Chang can Hodge- play both spots. What? Yeah, he's a damn good mover. The the, the bigger issue
0: with that is with Herbert, who can do it all, you can put him out there running routes. You can make them think. Even if you're going to do some jet motion where he goes to the opposite side, you can still fucking run a rat out of him running that motion.
1: To me, this is the stubbornness that we talk about with this coaching staff, where it's like we made a decision early on in the process that Blackshear is a running back that can do other things and not a guy that can just do everything. And if they'd have started from that premise, then they would have probably been okay working him in other spots. But because they said he's a running back first, they were trying to, like, square peg, round hole this shit the whole time instead of just saying, here's what you do well. We're going to try to get you the ball in these situations so you can do it well.
0: <laughs> um. Also, uh, both Brock and Braxton want bowl games.
1: So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we we might end up getting one more. We might, you know, get to, to six regardless. Um, you know, six and six ain't pretty, but well,
0: it is what it is. It is what it is. And now I'm tempted. All right.
1: Oh, I mean, we'll, if, if we get another bowl game, we'll talk about another bowl game, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to say, oh, we don't care about it. Well, I mean, we do care about it. I mean, we still, these are still our guys, man, regardless of how we feel about the coaching staff. Regardless of what happens in the next seven days on that front, um, you know these are still the guys we've cheered for. Some some of them up to, you know, in, in, some of them up to eight years.
0: <laughs> We're cheering for Justice Reed at Youngtown State. I know what you're saying. And by the way, Justice Ty Reed, Smith, man. Justice Reed, Ty Smith will not be returning. Justice Reed will not be returning. That dude should be a doctor by now. With as many years he's been in. Of oh my God! I'm trying to see what bowls are eligible. Um, we're not going there. Let me go through some of the other bowls. I mean, military bowls probably open. Um, but the Boca Raton Bowl is open, and somebody has us in there. That's on the 22nd. That would be
1: a really good bowl. For, is for- Boca Raton close enough? For, I mean, I've heard we don't want to do more than. Like a one day travel situation. So I don't know. I don't, but I don't know how much of that rumor is based on truth or if it's based on just people talking shit that. Well, well, if it's, but the whole piece is you're not doing your normal bowl shtick, though. The bowls aren't the same
0: this year. The bowls are just the games. You're not, I mean, I'm assuming the bowls are going to give, I'm assuming every bowl this year is just going to say there's not going to be some sort of shopping spree or shit like that. You get, Here's your $400 gift card,
1: Visa gift card. Yeah. And here's your nice watch, and here's your pair of sunglasses. No no, no fun shit, but you still get a goodie bag. Here's your goodie bag. Have fun.
0: Here's your goodie bag. Have fun. And if it is the Boca Raton Bowl, which is essentially nine days from now, um, things have to be moved pretty quick. (laughs) Really really quick. Key wrecked. Um, Key wrecked. Um, But also, it's the 22nd. So I think it's like an afternoon or a night, you know, the, the Boca Raton's the, after, the night game, because that's where. Oh, we're gonna, we're going I'm gonna get back to the Boca Raton in a second. Um, so Justin Fuente and Bronco Mendenhall have faced off five times or six times. There have been two massive brawls. There was a massive brawl tonight. ACC Network doesn't know how to do content. They immediately <laughs> cut to the fucking huddle like a bunch of dipshit. No
1: one cares what the people on the huddle are talking about. Stay everybody, on the fight. Everybody there is like, the fucking stay on the fight. They're fucking brawling. But there has been
0: two fights when these guys' teams collectively get together. Guess whose team lost in both of those games? Uh, the Standard. The
1: Standard. They lack discipline. <laughs> Really? You know, I mean, I, I know some of y'all know I called it out on Twitter, but when we canceled earlier this year, there were Wait. coaches, the fans were running their mouth, but I expected that. I did not expect a couple coaches on that staff to, to pop off on Twitter about discipline and the standard and, you know, we, we do this better than everyone else, so we're not going to cancel games because of COVID because we, we do everything the right way. You know what? What, you know what you didn't do the right fucking way? You didn't fucking lose the right way. You went yeah. out like a sad-ass bitch. Ooh!
0: Sad-ass bitch. It's true. And if you, if you notice at the end of the game, they were coming on the field before we were. Yeah. So they were looking to start some shit. They were, they were
1: looking. Yeah, they got their asses handed to it, and they want to get their anger out.
0: Yep. Um, Devon and Tavion also want to play in a bowl.
1: Okay, so uh, you got leaders like that saying they want to play in a goal. We're going to play in a bowl if we get offered
0: a the bowl. There will be more previews. Maybe yeah. we get the normal previews. We're we going to get
1: one more uh, scouting report. Know your enemy, bitches.
0: Fucking A. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Trey Turner, I'm going to get my baby back in your vacation. I said this longer than a year ago. Thank you. <laughs> This is fucking awesome. I mean, the players are jacked. Um, fans are jacked tonight. You, you know. know what?
1: It, it, it was a long-ass November. Yep. And it, it wasn't a great start to December, but you know what, buddy? This is a good way to go out.
0: you damn right it is.
1: For, AC, for ACC competition, this is how we want to end it every damn year.
0: It you is know, how it we want, every you know, fucking year.
1: You know, we haven't moved the needle on on where we stand about the coaching staff, but, damn it, this feels good. It does, man.
0: It feels good for the kids. The kids played their hearts out. The kids have played their hearts out all year. They've been put in bad situations numerous times. Um, I don't think this team, per se, ever really quit. Um, And there's a lot of good kids on this team, and I'm sure there's, there's fights in the locker room, but you know what? That's going to happen. I'm sure there's rumblings and grumblings in this locker room, and that's going to happen. Um, but, you know, to end it like this, to end it even knowing if we go into a new regime in the next week or so here, that the cup is back, it didn't all end bad. We still have, even if the guys who need to go to the NFL, go to the NFL, we still have a lot of talented players. There are still some talented guys who hopefully on Tuesday or excuse me, Wednesday will sign on the dotted line. Yep. Um, And if those guys who sign on the dotted line, if changes are made or not happy, I don't think any new head coach walking in will, not honor or or excuse me, not release a letter of intent for a kid to go find something else.
1: Is yeah. I mean, it? I think, I think between all the waivers that some of the, like the, the class is getting this go around. I mean, it's kind of a, a of a free for all for next year. I mean, I wouldn't see why you wouldn't take guys knowing that if things don't work out in the next year, that they're they they can enter the portal and move forward. And I, we haven't talked about how that works for this class relative to whether or not a one-time transfer rule gets put into place. There's still some gray area about that, but that even, you know, that makes taking the talent that is already signed on board even, even more, you know, l- less of a of a of a blockage uh, to that because you know there's 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 less liability for them there's less liability for you if if things don't work out you take a chance see if you can turn them into a player that you need
0: it's true and the one-time transfer thing is going to be essentially approved next month and everybody was saying well the one-time transfer is going to should take place August 1st 2021 and I'm sitting here and people are trying to go out there I'm not saying who is trying to say out there like you can't transfer but if it's August 1 of 2021 couldn't you essentially leave a program now you're gonna be behind a little bit on things
1: and then transfer to your new school August first right as camp begins? I mean theoretically, yeah. I mean I think you'd have to have a lot of things done in principle before that. Oh in yeah in terms of talks with co like you can't put your name in the portal August one and not already have your destination already lined up and ready to roll. You know what I'm saying?
0: It's true, but the whole thing is you can have your destination lined up and ready to roll, but if you,
1: it's the enrollment, right? Is it well, the enrollment or is, is it when you announce your transfer? It's got to be the enrollment because you've got
0: guys who announce their transfers, but they don't enroll until months upon months later.
1: Yeah, I guess what I'm saying yeah. is that can you announce your transfer in like after spring practice, say, but then not actually enroll in your new institution until till the first. Or does does that count as your one time transfer? Or do you have to do you have to wait for the new rule to be in place before you even put your name in the portal? I don't I don't know. There's still this is why the NCAA sucks because they don't answer half the questions that people are going to have before they put new rules in.
0: Well, if, if the thing is, I, if they would almost be stupid to say they should put it to August first, which everybody says they're going to do. What it should be done
1: when it's passed is passed. As of or, or July one, like no, 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 fuck July, fuck you, no, fuck July, June one,
0: summer sessions. Okay, Maybe, I'm with that too. I can, fuck I can get with that. Them. Like we're going to push it back to the end of the. No, 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 no. There are kids who are going to be coming out of spring ball who are seeing things happen that feel like they need to make the move right then.
1: This isn't a good fit, whether it's scheme or coaching or whatever it may be, just not, not climbing the depth chart fast enough for, for one's comfort. Um, you know, that, that should be when the call is made. Um, there's no reason that if something is passed, that you would bump it back all the way. To into August. August. That seems arbitrary. And if it's arbitrary, make it arbitrary in favor of, of something that makes sense for the upcoming season and not something that
0: makes pretty sense. much
1: locks everything in through, you know, the 2021 season.
0: Although those, some- really wild as shit and the way the portal's going, they need to make it like that. They need to make it five one. Yeah. They need to essentially make it the end of people's semesters,
1: either five, one, five, may, may, maybe, May 15th. I mean, yeah, those some- summer sessions start around the middle of May to end of May. So it's true, man. It's true. But it's the end of They'll do something really stupid like uh, September 1st. Yeah. They'll fuck
0: up a wet dream. No doubt.
1: Oh God. I sorry. I'm sorry. I'm dropping dimes tonight. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: pray to God, every single, every single fucking listener of the boundary corner podcast knows that reference <laughs> that mine just made. <laughs> it will be awesome. Um, You know, uh, i I'm, we're like we're we're really off cuff tonight, y'all. We're looking at Twitter, we're watching games, we're drinking. Um, it's again, this is this is like who we are. There are so many fucking receipts being pulled. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's
1: it's so good when you get to pull the receipts in such a fulfilling way.
0: It's true, man. You know that's one reason. Like, yeah, like when you go choose to make a public statement on whatever your social media platform is, just know if it's sports related, specific game related, there are people out there that don't call your ass out. And if you have a thin skin, don't do it. If you've got a thick skin or you've got a fucking rock for a head, that's this guy right here. You can do it because it's like you fucked up, and
1: <laughs> ain't the first time, brother. <laughs> Won't be the last, man. I'll, I'll take the L if I if I if I you know made an ass out of myself, but exactly. I've it, been it, right more than I've been wrong, so I'll, I'll play those odds every time. <laughs> you damn right it is, man. You damn right it is.
0: I just don't want to win. I want to kick their asses, man. I'm just scrolling here. Um, Army Navy was today. Did you see any part of
1: that? I watched most of it. Oh, yeah.
0: It was on my secondary TV. <laughs> luckily, I had a few. Uh, I had a few things going on here at the house. So, um, but yeah, uh, fifteen nothing.
1: It is what really was I, three nothing for the pretty much the whole damn game. <laughs> well
0: what really kinda also sucked about it, the reason that game is essentially played when there's no other games is the focus on it. And today you had you know, you had some other good matchups right around the time, which if anybody chose to follow my picks today, I'm sorry.
1: Oh yeah, just I mean, we got we got Army Navy right.
0: True. I think that was the only one I got right.
1: I might have got one other one
0: right. Oh, um, we completely fucked the ACC up. Like,
1: oh yeah, that was. Oh, I, I hope none of y'all listened to me today in the ACC. Oh my the god. The only game we got right was Virginia Tech. <laughs>
0: the only game, we, which is the best one to get right, the best point <laughs> to get right. Um, yeah, it was like wait, quit playing. FSU decided to actually play like FSU versus Duke. Um
1: so I got that one right. Hey. Big up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that one <laughs>
0: on that one. The Miami UNC game. Did you see the total number for that? I did not. Seven hundred and seventy-eight total yards from UNC. You ready for you ready for the outlier though? Yeah. Five fifty-four on the ground. Holy shit. <laughs> You're just kind of like,
1: good. He said, "I'm gonna carve up a little bit here. I'm gonna carve up a little bit here."
0: I mean, what they did to us was bad, but at least we had some, you know, excuses to say (laughs) a lot of motherfuckers down the secondary. Miami had no excuse. All their guys were there. They just decided to jump up on the bed, pull their pants down.
1: (laughs) We haven't shit the bed this year. It's our time. That, that, what the, hold on that's
0: more than shitting the bed that is shitting the bed jumping up and down and smearing it all over the place and then not immediately going to taking a shower
1: it's been going to work <laughs> you smell like dude did you shit the bed before you came in fuck yeah I did and I rolled, and I rolled around in it oh god I see it on your clothes what is wrong with
0: you I just had to do it. Just had to do it. Oh, man. Anything else out there making you chuckle or laugh? Um, just looking here. Stat-wise today, 464 total offense. Not bad. Not bad?
1: Above average day. Not not our best game, but.
0: Gave up zero sacks.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um,
0: no dumb penalties. Thank you, Brock. For not doing anything stupid, he held. It. He was jawjacking. You saw several times. Oh yes, he, he was in that he
1: shit, but he didn't do anything. He played. Dark. He played smart. You you can be an asshole as long as you do it in a <laughs> smart fashion. That's how I played as well. <laughs> you can be a dick, but you got to be smart. I will talk you. shit. I will occasionally throw a block that you might deem illegal. <laughs> but i do it between the whistles and um and you other, don't get the flag
0: the other big piece today brian tell me if you saw this coming 55 total rushing yards for UDA.
1: Fifty-five. you know i didn't think they were gonna have a great game running the ball just looking at the tape like i like i was saying with uh like looking at Talapapa. i mean he, he's had some some good games but Nothing about him screamed delete. Nothing about him screamed like a guy that was gonna go out there and just grab the game by the balls. And I mean, they just were inconsistent. Like, you know, I thought their offensive line played an okay game, but they just really got off schedule. They got off schedule early. Well, yeah. and once they were off schedule, we could we could put some pressure on the quarterback.
0: Well, I mean, the other big piece, Brian. What do we talk about their line? They're giving up less than two sacks a game. Yeah. Yeah, four today.
1: Yeah. Because um, we, we we got them behind the sticks, and we were able to, you know, bring bring a little bit of pressure, we let our guys pin their ears back, even when we dropped in the coverage. It's true.
0: It's very true. It was it was very interesting because it could have been more. Armstrong wiggled his way out of a couple additional sacks today than um, – one was the Pollard one. Like I'm still trying to figure out how that kid got away from Pollard. Literally, it, it's like Pollard was there going to make the tack. He stopped, and Pollard's freaking momentum just flipped him over the little guy, and it was pretty wild because you know you kind of sit there and it could. Uh, the whole thing is the game could have been worse. That's kind of that. What that's going to make us angry because like what you really wanted just that old fashioned beat the fuck out of them thirty eight nothing. What was it? Fifty-six, ten. Yeah. Zero, like bro. And it was 56-10 that first year, just absolutely squirrel stomping them.
1: Like I said, this, this could have easily been a forty-five to fifteen game if we had just converted a couple more um, drives once we got across the fifty. Like we had some good drives that ended in either three points or no points.
0: Um, six tackles for loss tonight. Oh. So. They were only averaging about four games, so again, we'd go up on that. Defensive uh,
1: line played a damn good game. Barno again is asserting himself as the best player on the defense after again, for first couple games of the season he looked like a, a one down player and now he's the best player on the defense. So Yes. Yeah, hats off to him for taking the coaching and getting better throughout the year and you know, hats <laughs> off to uh to T and T for coaching him up and getting him there. Yeah. There's there's you know,
0: it's going to be tough for Bill Terrell to stay. I think his relationship for day. A lot of people are like, doesn't that suck he left the NFL for this? But the thing is, you kind of pictured it out, Brian. He's already made the defensive line that much better, him and Daryl in
1: one year. And I'm sure Daryl's been a sponge with the stuff that, that Bill's brought oh, to the table. So yeah. uh, That's that's made him a better coach. And you know, I'm hoping that we hang on to Tap going forward, just because of his relationship, his relationship with 757 and Virginia recruits, having been a player at Virginia Tech and a player in the NFL. I just think that there's so much bona fides and upside, and also dollar for dollar, just a a a good keep. If we're looking at what he's getting paid, um, it it would seem silly not to hold on to that guy. Um, Whereas Bill probably over overpaid what we could have paid a defensive line coach, but at the same time we are getting a whole lot in return, return there. Um, But just based on his relationship with Fuente and uncertainty of what the uh, assistant salary pool is going to be, I feel like that money could be spent better on another coach, if that makes sense. Because you could probably get someone to to whether it's whether you bring in a DC that's also a D line coach to work with Tap another year, yeah. or whether you bring in another D line coach to work with Tap, you can probably bring in another D line coach for two hundred to two twenty five, or his Bill's yeah. in the mid low to mid three hundreds. I know Bill Bill's over four hundred. Oh, he is okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember where he was on the salary, but yeah, so dollar for dollar, I think you could do better. Um, Next year, just because of that situation, um, but for what we needed this year, I think he was the right the right way to go. Bill was four hundred thousand. Okay. Bill was four hundred thousand, and I just
0: I, can I say something else? That me hire me? looks
1: better if you don't also hire Clay's and overpay him. <laughs> Let, let's be are we are we you know putting chips on the table? Let's be we're honest. We're being true. Oh no, it's true. Th- that looks like a great hire if you're not also paying, you know, four hundred and fifty thousand for a linebacker yeah. coach that you know, didn't get in terms of return on investment. We definitely didn't get our return on investment.
0: No, because our linebacker core was considered one of the better ones, and they played sort of weaker. Um, another thing about the defensive line is still only one game this year. Quarterback torched us. Armstrong was five, 15 for twenty-three. I don't think we expected that. But Armstrong didn't hurt. King
1: didn't hurt. Sam Howell didn't hurt. Um, yeah, we got gashed in the running game, but no quarter. I mean, really, outside of Liberty, no quarterback. No, put us on our ass. And that's a huge step. That is a huge step. Especially but, with you know the majority of those guys being at least guys that do have a dual threat element, even if it's not their, you know, their, their, their first move. Exactly. Exactly.
0: What else, Brian, today? Cause it's been a good day.
1: It's been a good day, ladies and gentlemen.
0: It's been a great, as,
1: as, as good of a day that you know, you're probably rolling into firing your head coach. This is about as good as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. It's true.
0: <laughs> it's the, the feeling is, and again, we, we've, we've stated our feelings here. The feeling is it's probably going to happen over the next three to four days.
1: I'd and say by by Tuesday it makes sense to me.
0: Well, whenever the whenever the two and a half million comes off,
1: yeah, that's we, when to happen. I, we theorize sometime after
0: Tuesday. <laughs> sometime after Tuesday, there is so many things floating around on the rumor mills. It's in. Fucking insane, and people are putting shit out there.
1: Left. We're trying to parse out what makes sense and everything else. I mean, yeah, you know, some some of the things we're hearing make sense, and then some of the things we're hearing, we're like, that's a big ass grain of salt we're gonna take with that one. Yeah, and
0: depending on how quick it comes together. Now, obviously, we kind of teased last week. We've got someone coming on next week to talk with us, um, someone who is a donor, someone who is a sponsor of athletics, alumni, um, a couple other things about him that it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Thursday night, <laughs> I should have taken off Friday, not Monday.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll probably be drinking during this one. True. More, more, than, more than normal on a, on a Thursday nighter.
0: I don't know. I don't know about more than normal. I, I think I'll keep my normal beverage consumption up. I don't feel like working on a Friday with a fucking hangover. Got it go. i roll the
1: dice. It's my last work day until January fourth. I will I will go hard on that day. I don't care. Curtis that, is currently giving me the finger.
0: I mean <laughs> I've essentially still got three real days of work after that. After Friday Three and then days of real actual work. Real actual work, and then it's going to be a bunch of half days
1: the rest of the year. <laughs> You're pulling the half days. I get the uh, yeah. hey, here's winter break for you. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, I cool. will. I will have fun in those 16 days I have off. Oh, those half days will be great, man. I'm going to get up whenever the
0: hell I want to get up. Work probably till lunch. Shut down the computer at lunch. Go <laughs> make a sandwich. Hang with the kiddo, because the kiddo, Brian already knows this. Uh, the, the the oldest one, uh, we're going to give it to him tomorrow evening. He's getting a Nintendo Switch. So pretty much, while I'm going to be playing Nintendo Switch, Brian, I will be probably FaceTiming you Monday at least twice as you help me get this shit set up correctly. I got you. Got me? I got you. We need a FaceTime come through? I, I
1: will be technical assistance.
0: Uh, I think i will get it. He, here's a, here's the funniest piece, because my mother came up and visited him today, want to see him for his birthday, and um, she brought my sister's gift up, and they essentially gave him some money mm-hmm. and a game. Oh, a, a what? He doesn't have the system yet. Oh no. So oh, me, no. I play it off as, well, you need to save your money up to buy it. I don't know if he's keen to know. Him, oh, like in his head, if he's saying like, oh, I'm getting this
1: Monday coming round to Kona still. <laughs> I'm getting. We <that. laughs> got a Marvel game at
0: that, which I'm jacked about. So now Dad has a Marvel game and a golf game. There it is. Golf game's coming on Christmas though. Got to hold off on that, unfortunately. You know, a little bit sad about it. But the Marvel game,
1: I'm all. Hey, you're in. We're in the uh, what? Less than two weeks now. I think you can wait. Patience watch- is a virtue. Patience is a virtue.
0: Especially Christmas being on a Friday, we're not doing anything other than having just uh, the in-laws, brother, sister. Mother and father-in-law over at the house for breakfast. We mm-hmm. are not go anywhere. There you and go. And we're going to be like playing all fucking day. It's going to be ridiculous. My wife's going to hate me. We, just... we
1: were talked into heading down to my in-laws um, Christmas night. So we'll be getting down there right at dinner time. Um, so l- spreading out the travel a little bit more than normal. So we're still going to South Boston for... Okay. A couple of days, and head back on Christmas Eve, and then heading down there probably about four or five o'clock on uh, on Christmas Day. So at least we kind of get to do all, you know the family stuff in the morning, and I'll probably have my dad over at some point. Well, it's a long weekend though. That's a day, fun. and then after like after that, we are, we'll probably come back on Saturday or, or early Sunday, and
0: Ryan will be doing. I'll have a,
1: I'll have. uh, from that point, I'll have ten days until I have to work again. So <laughs> finger, part two. Well,
0: man, if nothing else is truly breaking, this has been a lot of fun. Again, the Hokies take the cup back. Um, there is a current picture up here. Oh, where'd it go? It was ham and tap, man. I think I, I felt like maybe they had the cup with them. You see that? Hey! Hey! (laughs) Oh, that son of a bitch. I'm trying to find the Tam Tap one. Where did it go? Let me go check Tap out here. Yep, live tweeting, folks.
1: Yeah, let's take a look at the uh, all-purpose yards for Juice Herbert real quick before we close out, man. Okay. Um 1766. Three players in in hockey history with better figures.
0: Uh
1: in a year? Yeah. David. Yes, 2011. He's he's tops cuz David broke 2253. It's not even it's not nobody else is close. <laughs> um Cyrus? No. Probably, I mean, if if you're thinking, think of the two other in the peak era that are considered the top running backs. Well, KJ probably was there because KJ, KJ, yeah, KJ, eighteen o eight in two thousand three. Yeah, because KJ went sixteen hundred plus on the ground that year. Yep. Suggs, close. Who's the I mean, who's who's the other top running back in that? Ron Williams. Yeah. Ryan did 1835
0: and 2009. Okay, okay. So David is essentially the goat on that because David's a freak. Um,
1: well, well, David combined probably pretty much every you know statistic that Kevin and Ryan had, but he also had a shit ton of kick return yards.
0: <laughs> yeah. so fucking good at that shit.
1: Um, I'm, I'm interested to see. Do you think he'll be a finalist for the Doak? I th- I think he he's like fringe right now. I think – I mean, if we look at it, man, if he played a full slate of games, he would have be been ahead of everybody but David in this category.
0: Well, I say that because, like, mm-hmm. here and look, there are five guys ahead of him yardage-wise. free solid
1: Iowa State, South Carolina's running back Najee Harris. Are we talking uh, rushing yards or all-purpose? Rushing yards. Okay. He's brought. He's probably got most of them beat in all-purpose, though.
0: Yep. I'm actually pulling that up as we speak. And we're, as we were about to close the show, folks, two drunks get together and start talking about something.
1: <laughs> this yeah. is my fault. I I I brought up the tangent here. So. All right. if, ever, if if everyone's like, this is like. Um, the return of the king, where you guys are throwing an ending and then adding another ending and then adding another ending. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's my fault.
0: Neither of them are close to him on all purpose. The only person close to him on all purpose, what? Well, hold on. No, um, no, he's the king all purpose. Bryce Hall is behind him by 128 yards. Okay, so yeah.
1: I'd make the case.
0: It should probably be four guys. It should probably be Brees Hall,
1: ETN, Najee, and Khalil. Yeah. Next down in Orlando. Especially if they take into account he sat out one game completely.
0: A lot. Completely. Sat out
1: one game completely, only had a handful of carries in in another game and then was underused in the game after that and still was sitting with these pretty-ass numbers, so...
0: Exactly. And then overall, you look at the teams that, you know, Hall, ETN, Najee Harris play for. Yeah. They're all potentially winning conference championships next week. (laughs) Meanwhile. (laughs) Meanwhile. Potential red slips coming in for a lot of people, man. Yep. And, uh, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. And uh, anything else, so I'm trying to go through all of this stuff. that has been pretty wild.
1: It's been a fun night.
0: It has been a damn fun night. It's been a damn, damn fun-ass night. To see the guys play the way they did, to see the game break the way it broke. Um, You know, by the way, uh, Justin Fuente is uh, essentially trending on Twitter over (laughs) 20,000 mentions in the last two hours. (laughs) Wow. Christ. Oh, man. All right. Well, buddy, if you've got nothing else, that'll wrap up this episode of the Boundary Corner Podcast. I am Curtis Wilson.
1: I'm Brian Siegler.
0: Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast, including Amazon, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. We always let our buddy from the NRV, Jason Long, play us out. Check him out on Spotify and Apple Music. And after one long ass season, through ups and downs, the Cup is finally home. And as always, Let's go. Okey.